0: Welcome back to another podcast of Courage of Conviction. I'm Eric, my partner, Jeff. We were talking about what causes people to walk away from their faith. And, you know, as a nation in America, and globally, but America, we uh, are seeing less and less faith-based movements, more the opposite. We're seeing more or less uh, faith-based movements rise up and actually control our culture today and this whole culture war that we have out there and we were discussing what causes people to to fall away from their beliefs and 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 jeff just recently when's your book gonna publish jeff you just you're done you're done writing it you're just getting some final final reviews right now right what's what's your what's your time on publishing this and and if you would you know, tell us a little bit about the book because I know it's going to be a, it's going to be about your life, which is very. Both of our lives are are not weren't not are not, we're not, we're not normal, and, and I think that's why you and I coming together with this podcast um, brings a different spice and a different point of view to membership in 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 our church, right? In the Lord's restored church, as well as but any any faith, but not just that, but living outside of America for so many years of our lives and living under. Socialist governments, you know, and I lived in I lived in four Latin countries, and and some were more extreme than others, uh, as far as their governments go, and 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 how that affected the church and church members, right? And and so, let's go back to your book, and and, and we we're talking in the last podcast of what cause causes people to, to abandon their faith today. So I'll, I'll give time to you, Jeff. and Tell us about your book. What inspired that? and I think it's a really interesting story, actually.
1: Well yeah it is an interesting story um uh, I I'm I can't say that I'm anybody and and I don't know why anybody would want to read my story but there is a a question just like yourself I mean we both come from backgrounds of a lot of travel uh, especially in Latin America and um it's not something that everybody does um you know you being with you know living in four different countries that's amazing and speaking you know three different languages um At least, you know, if that's not counting, probably the the indigenous tribes that you had to learn something um, where you were at. But uh, as far as leaving the church goes, uh, you know, a lot of people are leaving, not just in our church, in the LDS church, but, you know, throughout the world, people are leaving um, their Christian faith in droves. Uh, I'm not too sure about the other religions, but I think overall, people are just becoming less. Uh, inclined to stick with their religion um coming back from a mission um was was difficult uh if if you're not really converted you know i think you can have a testimony and go out and, and teach the gospel you know for a couple of years and come back and and find out that your conversion is weak um and and you know that was just amazing to me and and uh, I mean and that's I'm looking at that uh, in, in retrospect um my book uh, revving the soul tells about that a, a story about how i had left the church and, and i had become kind of hostile you know toward the church over the over the many many years of being away from the church it didn't start out that way but um i really blamed the church for a lot of my own shortcomings uh um, for those of my fathers, you know, who had been excommunicated from the church, um, but you know, he had always stayed in the church, you know, um, despite being excommunicated. Um, and and when he died in Costa Rica in in the in the early 80s, you know, my mother finally came out and told me why, and I was like, I was floored, you know, because here is this this man that had um, never left the church went through his own process, and, and, uh, and, and I saw a level of repentance like I've never seen in anybody, you know, even before that or even since, that, um, you know, that was just amazing. But, you know, when you realize your own sins and the sins of your father's, and, and it can be kind of overwhelming, um, and in my case, you know, the leadership, when I came back from my mission, wasn't really strong in, in the Church, at least you know, in my situation it was more of a family kind of oriented church. There was not a lot of singles in the ward and and um, you know, once I started going to college, I started getting this other I other ideas, you know, that um that kind of led me more away from anything theological. Um and we come back to church. I came back to church because I needed to, not because I was down and out. Um maybe so, uh, emotionally and spiritually, that's where I was at, you know, but, um, you know, I had, you know, enough money in the bank and, and, uh, had been living in Costa Rica and I just, you know, I came back to church kind of like you did, you know, a little bit of prompting and prodding from, from a local bishop, um, who was from the U S side, uh, and, and, uh, he would come at come over to our house and knock on the door or wrap his keys on the, on the outside gates. And, and back then I, I remember I was working fine dining and had, you know, a glass of wine in my hand and a pistol in the other. And I think, you know, it was just like a little BB gun kind of thing. But I, I thought about maybe shooting the fingers off the, you know, whoever it was that was out there rapping on my gate, at, you know, at 10 o'clock at night or nine o'clock at night or whatever it was, it was late. It ended up being the bishop. And, you know, he asked me this question. He goes, you know, why don't you just come back to Jesus? And, um, you know, I was hostile then. And he told me that, you know, I was kind of like the, uh, the natural man and uh, kind of read that scripture. And, uh, you know, I took offense to that, you know. And, and it wasn't a couple of years later that I was actually starting going back to church and uh, kind of realized where I was, you know, spiritually back then. And I still do. I look back at that. I can't you can't forget. So anyway, the book, you know, starts out with this idea that um that I'm mad at the world and I'm gonna go back to Costa Rica. You know, I would have been living in, in Alaska working as a chef up there, or or you know, I wasn't the chef, um working for these man camps so up on the North Slope in Alaska. And we would do these rotations of like three, four weeks on, you know, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen hour days. Seven days a week. And I was just making money and uh didn't really have anywhere to put it except I wasn't really happy. So I wanted to leave the cold weather in Alaska and jump on a motorcycle and ride it down to Costa Rica and and live on the beach. But um you know yeah, that work out for you. <laughs> well, I did it, you know. Um I, you I were, you took your motorcycle from Alaska and drove it all the way down to Costa Rica. I did. People kind of don't believe me. A lot of people that don't understand, you know, geography, they're like, well, what did you do? Drive through the ocean? I'm like, no. Look at a map. You know, I don't know. Uh, You can ride. You can drive all the way from Alaska all the way down to the U.S. and down the, I took the Pacific Coast Highway and then went down into Mexico, you know, on the Nogales side cut back over to the ocean on the Pacific side and, and, uh, and rode it all the way down the Pacific coast highway or the, uh, Pan American highway, uh, on the Carretera Libre, in which, uh, they're not toll roads, but it was beautiful, you know? And, uh, you know, I have, you know, the, uh, the whole book has a lot of stories about how I did that. And I think I was smoking pot the whole way down and going over borders and, and, uh, and just, uh, not at all, you know, living up to the expectations that I would have had as a younger child in the, as a member of the church. But by this time it had been a couple of decades since my mission. And I really had no interest of ever going back to the U S because I was, you know, politically brainwashed in this idea that Costa Rica had no army and, you know, it had uh free healthcare and, you know, free, free, free. And so when I got down there, you know, and, and you know i immediately kind of met my wife um who was also an inactive member of the church i found out later um <laughs> uh, and that's a story within itself
0: yeah but, that is too we'll have, we'll have to tell that story someday. that's, that's interesting
1: that's cute <laughs> yeah you know i i think our father in heaven knows us personally even in our own rebelliousness you know and and i was always kind of the black sheep and and uh you know, wanted to to be vocal about things. Uh, once I got down into Costa Rica, and, and my wife and I had been married for several years, um, you know the kind of business that I was in as a chef, and and you know the alcohol that's in that kind of environment, and and other things, just kind of led me to being empty inside, spiritually and emotionally, and it wasn't great for our marriage either. So it helped us in our marriage tremendously when we came back to church and we did that you know at first i did that on my own because um you know we were having difficulties in marriage and one of the things that that brought us back together was my conversion back to the church you know and she had wanted that as well and was doing that on her on her side of things but she didn't really think that i was willing to come back to church and i think a lot of people didn't they're they my mother you know late years later said well of all of my children and there's 10 of us she goes you're the last one i thought would ever come back to church and i'm like well thanks thanks a lot mom um, <laughs>
0: yeah thanks mom
1: yeah so about so but,
0: but but so your book though is not just about your 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 your, your experience and your your travels it's it pretty much it's It's a metaphor, if I may. It has your experiences and travels, but really you're trying to bring in your road back, your road out and your road back into the gospels. Am I correct in that?
1: No, exactly. It it is a memoir. You know, it's in a sort of motorcycle diary, a real one, you know. Um, Years ago, there was the motorcycle diaries with Che Guevara and and that whole thing um, where they were on the motorcycle for you know, what, 20% of the book. And then the rest of it is a ride in buses. And, you know, I did motorcycles all the way down and lived it all the way there. And you, you remember I had my Harley, you know, um, there. And, um, and I didn't have a car. And, um, but, you know, coming back to church, I think all of us can relate to that. And all of us, you know, they, they might not have ridden 10,000 miles to get from one country to the other, and might not have been so drastic on a lot of things but but many people a lot of people especially young people that come home from missions leave the church and why is that you know and and I don't think that my story is any different than anyone else's when it comes to that you know the real reasons for leaving the church and it boils down to just being converted and you know we lose our testimonies the ones that we thought that we had and um everybody can relate to that. It's a story that anybody can relate to. Um, yeah. It's jam packed with all kinds of adventure and, and uh, you know, and there's some, a friend of mine that was reading their manuscript. He's like, well, man, I just, I just want to reach in there and, and, and shake you, you know, and say, stop making those decisions, you know, and, you know, and I'm like, well, at least you're reading them, you know, and cause he never left the church. He went on his mission to Denmark, but he, you know, he, he speaks Spanish, has a, has a Mexican wife and, there's a lot of things that we could relate to, but leaving the church was not one of them, you know. But and um, but a lot of people do leave the church, and and uh, I wish it wasn't that way. But there's a lot of influences, outside influences, and we get we get attached to the world and what the world is trying to tell us, and and um, you know it's a sad thing to leave the church. Coming back to church was the most amazing thing, and I I know that both of I both of us when we were both coming back to church years ago um we discussed a lot of this you know and some of it was kicking and screaming at first i didn't want to do it you know um and um just it was going to mean changing my life but um boy did it change my life and and so much more for the better
0: you know you know what i find funny i remember a conversation you and i had we're sitting in my backyard in jacuzzi there in escasso and I remember this conversation we're having, I think it was kind of like the final one that both us. from that point on, we both kind of seemed to make a, a, a stronger effort. We're sitting there talking about it and having kind of the same kind of conversation, talking about the church and why we left and so forth. And the, the question came up, the Book of Mormon. And, and I remember that question and we started talking about, did we believe that the Book of Mormon was true? And, and I remember this, that both of us came to the conclusion right then that we did. Even though we had left the church, we could not deny the Book of Mormon. We never did. And it's funny because the Book of Mormon seems to be the stumbling block for many leaving, right? Or many coming in when when really for you and I, it was what brought us back. Yeah. And, 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 and. and I think that's key today, you know, I, I don't want to stop you from telling your story, but I remember that ha- having that talk and and we'll get into that later on and as we do more podcasts and the importance of the Book of Mormon and the why the emphasis now that that's our survival menu going forward um and, and what I think and what I found in my road coming back uh, with the Book of mormon, but but I just want to make that point that I remember that that was something that that was key to both of us, like, you know, if we both know the Book of Mormons true, then what are we doing? yeah, and, and so. Yeah. But but then okay, so we recognize that Jeff, we came that recognition, but that doesn't mean I get up tomorrow and I put on a suit and tie and I'm a different person. Yeah, right. It's a process, not an event. So so, in your book, I imagine you cover your process back. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I, you know, it 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 shows. You know, I I was, you know, I had a lot of problems with addiction. You know, and uh, and in, in, in that in the book it's kind of raw footage there when it comes to that. And, and I I'm, I'm very open about it. Um I chose to be that way because I think that uh there is a lot of addiction, whether it's, you know, drugs and alcohol or pornography or a combination of things. And a lot of times it's not just one thing. Um anger I think within itself can be a, a form of addiction, you know? Um and when I started coming back to church, I realized that my heart had softened, I became less angry. And, you know, a couple of years later, I'm sitting in, you know, Bishop Patey's office and he goes, you know, how many days have you been clean now? And I, I thought about it. I'm like, I don't know. Um, I couldn't tell you. I stopped counting days a long time ago. And I realized that I had a testimony of the church and that I had been converted. And he says, you know, when you've been converted and you have a testimony of the church, things like the word of wisdom become less of an issue. And in this case, it just, there was that spiritual epiphany that it had dawned on me right then and there, and there's no words to describe it. We're sitting there in that office, and I realized that I never had to look back again. Um, I never had to worry about, you know, going and messing up because my testimony was there and strong enough, and the conversion had been solidified in a way that I never had to worry about, you know, going back to the old ways. Um, uh, it is, you know, and I'm still that way. I, I don't count days. I don't look back um, and think, oh, you know, I'm still an addict because um, that's not the case. Um, and I, I kind of describe that in my book as well. I think there's a lot of, you know, different theories out there. Uh, some of them are more mainstream, how people are kind of stuck in that rut. But, um, just being converted, you know, and the book in the end talks about how that comes, comes to pass. When I, when I started going back to church, I started reading every piece of anti-Mormon literature that I could get my hands on. Um, I mean, it kind of shows that I didn't really want to legitimately go back to church at that point in my life. I was looking for reasons to not go back. And, and in some cases, in many cases, I was reading stuff. And I'm like, well, that's, that's not really true. You know, I mean. They're taking bits and pieces of things and they're drawing conclusions of, uh, I don't even want to spell it out here on this podcast because it was just absurd some of the things that is being propagated out there, and mostly in the Christian world, you know, and and these people that think they're doing good, you know, talking about the church. I found that offensive, but I also found it in a way enlightening that hey, you know, maybe I have to really look and dig into the Book of Mormon again and get a new testimony of that. And and you're right, the Book of Mormon, um, I always did believe the Book of Mormon was true. Um, you know, even if consciously for a few moments in time, I I didn't quite understand what that meant. But I have a brother, you know, Mike, he's a great guy. Uh He's been out of the church for a long time, and him and I were talking about the Book of Mormon. And he goes, hey, you know, I've always believed the Book of Mormon is true. I just didn't believe that Joseph Smith was a true prophet. I'm like, <laughs> really? How do you come to that conclusion? You know, because if one is, you know, you, know, I mean, you have to kind of, you know, bite the bullet there and, and accept the fact that uh, one doesn't come without the other. Um, and um, all that anti-stuff is, is hogwash. You know, just, and, and that's so true, Jeff. And
0: not to interject you, but just, just—I guess I'm interjecting. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, if 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 one can accept the Book of Mormon as being the Word of God, addition, in, in addition to the Bible, right? So to make that clear for a Christian follower that that in the church we the Old New Testament, the King James version of it, we accept that just the Scripture just as much as. The Book of Mormon and in modern day revelation, the doctrine and covenants, the Christ, right? But um, and, and that's where ongoing revelation comes in. I guess that's the difference between us and 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 in Christianity, right? It's just that we believe there is modern day revelation. If you really want to run, run it down in a nutshell and, and what that means, what that encompasses, versus Christianity itself doesn't necessarily really believe in modern day revelation necessarily anymore, right? Um and I'm glad for that, Modern Door because I'm glad that I can actually receive inspiration from my life as well in uh, knowing that the Book of Mormon is true. But, but one has to really sincerely sit down and not just read that book as a story, but the, I, I look at that book as, as, as a manual, a guide for today. What's happening? Where's it coming from? Where are the sources at? And let me tell you, it opens a whole picture up. You know, if you would, if you like this content, you want to follow us. Just hit the subscribe button down below, please, and and hit the bell. We're getting a new podcast right now. We're going to be recording every Saturday. We'll record a few videos each Saturday, get out to you, and then as things pick up, we'll record some more. Stay with us, and we'll see you in our next podcast with courageous conviction.